I am Igum and Michelle, and this is a podcast, a safe space where I get to talk about God and share my experiences of walking with Him, as well as dissect what it really means to follow Him. We are currently on a Bible in a Year challenge where we read and reflect on daily chapters of the Bible for 365 days, and I am super glad that you decided to join us today. So guys, today is day 66 of our Bible in a Year challenge. Welcome back once again to another amazing episode of the podcast, and still continuing on our journey. We will be going through the books of Numbers, Deuteronomy, and Psalms. So let's dive right into it. Um, few things, couple of things to note today. Um, first thing is that Numbers happens like today's chapter of Numbers happens to be the shortest chapter that we have ever read、uh, since we began reading the books of Numbers. And because I feel like because it's so, it's so short, it kind of leads us to understand that it's just straight to the point. Like, okay, this is this is what it is, you know. No too much grammar, no too much extraness. It's just going straight to the point. So we've read about like the rebellions and how the people of Israel,、uh, the three guys and two hundred and fifty people that they happen to、um, convince,、uh, came to Moses and Aaron and、um, accused them. Of wanting to occupy that position of leadership without the authority of God, and they pretty much wanted to be priests as well and to serve God in close proximity as Aaron and Moses were entitled to. So anyway, so th- today we see how God kind of solves that debate, that whole argument once and for all. I mean, yesterday He solved it by killing all of them, but today He just makes it clear that Aaron. And his descendants are the people he has chosen to serve as priests, and we see that through the blossoming of Aaron's rod,、um, as compared to the other rods of the people, the other elders that were、um, picked from the different tribes of Israel. And I feel like this just goes as much to say for us that God has a particular role for you in life, one that cannot. Be debated on. I mean, take a look at、um, Jonah, the story of Jonah. God sent Jonah to Nineveh to preach to those people, and Jonah refused. At the end of the day, Jonah still had to go to the people of Nineveh, even though it practically took him having to spend three days and three nights in inside of a fish. But I feel like the main point is you cannot run away. From your purpose and from your will, especially one that God has destined for you, and no one else, no one else has that authority. No one else has that capacity to walk your path or to be on the journey that you're on. Because everyone's journey, everyone's path, everyone's calling is different. And so we should accept that wholeheartedly, knowing that our journey is unique to us. It's unique to the skills. It's unique to the opportunities that we have. It's unique to our experiences, our past. And so, rather than long or yearn for what another person has, we should look for what we can do to make our journey better, to make our journey memorable, and to get to a destination. Successfully, I feel like that should be the main point and the main purpose of our lives. 
so that's just one thing from numbers and then moving on to Deuteronomy um, I mean the first thing that just comes right at us is the forbidden forms of worship and it talks about how um, you cannot just sacrifice any other thing anything you just wish to God what you're sacrificing should be something that is of value you can sacrifice an animal that has a disease or that is blemished and also people that were found to um, be worshipping other idols, probably the sun, the moon and the stars, are um, liable to death. Like there is that grave consequence of being stoned to death if you're found being an idolater. And I said this before, I think I'm going to say it again, that it's one th- one thing, okay, to move away from idol worshipping and to choose to worship the Almighty God. Okay, that's good. That's one thing. But it's another different thing to worship God the way that he wants to be worshipped. Because if you want to worship God, right, but you're worshipping him on your own terms, in a way that satisfies you, in a way that you are comfortable with, you're worshipping yourself, not God. In other ways, in other words, you are worshipping an idol because you've made yourself an idol, you've taken the place of God. And so your worship doesn't go to God, it goes to yourself. So when we want to worship God and whatever we're doing to serve God or to honor God, let us keep in mind that God being so distinct, being so specific and being so perfect has already stipulated ways that he would like to be worshipped. And it's just compulsory. It's compulsory that if you want to worship God, you do it on his terms. Because that's that is who the worship is going to pretty much. And we've been, we've been reading chapters upon chapters of laws and commandments that stipulates and expressively defines how God should be worshipped. And that that did, that doesn't just apply to those days. That doesn't just apply to the Israelites. It also um, gives us an inspiration of how God wants to be worshipped even now, even in our lives. When you choose a specific time for God, do you keep to it or do you just postpone it to when you are free or to when you don't have anything in quotes more important to do how often do you keep your promises to god if you've promised to give god probably out of excitement something good happens to you and then you decide okay you want to thank god and you want to give this amount of money to god how how do you how important is it to you that you actually fulfill that promise because I won't even lie, I have <laughs> I have definitely done this once in my life, but now I know better that I promised God something out of excitement, out of thankfulness, that something went my way and I promised God something, but I didn't pull through, I didn't I didn't give that to God because when it was time to give that, when it was time to give that amount of money as an offering, it just seemed like too much. And I just downplayed the whole situation and ended up not doing it. But that is one mistake that I regret and thankfully I have made up for it. So I advise you to do the same. Don't take God for granted. If there is anything you want you to worship him, be it your time, be it podcasting like this. This is one of the ways I choose to worship God. And like I said, I used to take it for granted, but not anymore because God is not to be joked with. And so if there is anything that you'd want to um, use to serve or use to honor or worship God, be very intentional about how you do it and in what manner you do it because God is intentional about the kinds of worship that he accepts. 
And then moving on, there is something very important that was stated in Deuteronomy about the kings. And so I think God being so loving and also being all-knowing knows that these people at some point in time would want a king. I mean, I am their king, but they would probably never accept me as their king in court because they don't see me physically they want to i mean moving on i don't want to spoil this story but moving on we would see how the israelites once again um nag and nag and get upset about the fact that other nations around them have kings but they don't have king and that will lead them to choosing king saul and you know that story would move there very soon but today god kind of foresees that and through moses he tells the israelites that when you have your king there are three things you should make sure that the king does not multiply. Number one, horses, that is, armies. Like, make sure the king does not have numerous horses, numerous armies, because he could use that to terrorize you people. He could use that to um, oppress you people just the way you were oppressed in Egypt. Number two, make sure he doesn't multiply wives. Number three, make sure he does not multiply silver and gold. Why? Because when these three things get multiplied, it will lead his heart away from me. That is away from God. And looking at the first king of Israel, King Saul, and then you have King David, and then you have King Solomon, we see that regardless or irrespective of the fact that there was a warning and there was like that instruction, it still ended up happening. You still have Saul that disobeyed God and still did not carry out the commands that were given to him because he wanted some things for himself. You still have David um, that committed murder and adultery. You still have Solomon that had 300 wives and 700 concubines. And that kind of led his heart astray from God to worshiping those other gods. So we see that regardless of the warning, it still ended up happening. I don't even know what to say about this. Sometimes when I read things like this, it gets it gets me scared because I feel like I don't have control over my life. That probably regardless of all these instructions, I will still go ahead and do things that are against this. And, and it just gets me so worried and scared like... I am in a train or in a vehicle that I have no control over. But that is one lie that the devil wants you to accept. I've come to realize that because when you think like that, you would not see the need to put any effort to battle against sin. There is an ongoing battle, ongoing war against your sinful, weak human nature. But yes, you do have that power and that control to not yield. Because through Jesus Christ, he has conquered sin, he has conquered death, he has conquered judgment. And when we allow him to step into that case, to step into that battle, we're not doing it on our strength anymore. We're relying on the strength of Jesus. And with Jesus, I mean, you can be rest assured that that battle is already won from the beginning. So yes, you do have um, a say in the direction of your life and in whether or not you will stand for God. So just key into that real quick key into that real quick and then lastly the last thing i i would want to um mention is that there was a prophecy we have the prophecy of 
a future prophet where Moses that is in Deuteronomy as well the last chapter of Deuteronomy for today Moses um, prophesies that there would be a prophet that would come from Israel that would that would kind of take his place and would tell the people of Israel what God says to them and I mean I've been saying this before if this was a trivia session, I definitely would have asked this question. So who is the prophet that is being talked about? Who is the prophet that is going to come from Israel and will take the place of Moses? I've said it before, and that prophet is Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of Moses. This is the first time, I mean, this is what, in Deuteronomy, and we see how many years it takes until Jesus comes into the picture, but this is one of the prophecies that Jesus kind of fulfills from the Old Testament. And Jesus is God. Jesus is also prophet. Jesus is like the last prophet that leads into a nation of prophets. Because as people who are baptized into the church and a part of the body of Christ, we are also prophets in our own way. And I just feel that it's so amazing. Like... Everything is so connected in the Bible. Everything is so connected. When you actually sit down and read and dwell on it and reflect, it's just mind-blowing. I don't know. I feel like, am I, am I the only one that feels this way? But it's just mind-blowing how everything is just connected. And it just points down to Jesus Christ. Like the entire Old Testament points down to Jesus Christ. And this is one of the major reasons why the old testament will always be a part of the bible there are some people that believe that it shouldn't because we have a new way of doing things uh, according to them i feel like everything that happens now um or that has happened since the time of jesus was just a fulfillment of the old testament and so it's very important to know what happened in the old times so that you can understand the significance of what is happening currently uh so yes that brings us to the end of today's episode thank you so so much for tuning in tomorrow is day 67 and we will be having a special guest with us and i cannot wait for you to see who he is but until then tune in hopefully tomorrow same time same place and i'll see you guys have an amazing day